Thanks for listening to our upcoming podcast on Erskine Radio. Dr. Jim Roach, MD, from beautiful, beautiful Midway, Kentucky, believes we need to become centered, focused, and respect our bodies through targeting treatments that will treat us kindly and compassionately. Compassion was a big word. He was told to put compassion back in medicine, and indeed he has. Dr. Roach is America's healer. He is a American Board of Family Medicine certified and American Board of Holistic Medicine certified. He uses an integrative approach that leads to healing, longevity, and how about this, wellness. His um, Amazon best-selling God's House Call, Finding God Through My Patients, shows the importance of incorporating spirituality in medicine. You're going to learn the latest on cancer with Vital Strategies in Cancer, the book for anybody who has cancer, you want to avoid cancer, you want to see what to do if you have it. We'll discuss the latest Midway Center newsletter, coronavirus, and God's house call, themidwaycenter.com, drroach.net, vitalstrategiesincancer.com. Dr. Roach, I'm telling you, you are always on top of everything, and you've got something amazing coming up, and this is absolutely amazing. You've got uh, October 23rd and 24th this year, uh, practice, uh, extraordinary practice conference using integrative medicine. You're going to lead it. You're going to give out over 1,200 pages of handsets. My gosh, this is going to be an amazing time, isn't it? Oh, it's it's a. have had someone describe it as a magical time when they come. Not only do you get a tremendous amount of integrative functional health information, I think the best, most comprehensive in the nation, but also you get connected in spiritually because you, you learn about uh, – things that they never taught me in medical school, like premonitions and intuitions. Uh, and, you know, some people hear voices, visions with positive meaning to them. They didn't teach that. No, uh, I've had no. over 500 patients who've had those experiences. And then you've also got Vital Strategies in Cancer. That's April 16th and 17th of next year, which first time you've had it in springtime. It's normally in the fall. Right, yeah. So we're going to do these separately so they, we can do each of them justice is the idea behind that. Oh, that's, uh, that sounds absolutely marvelous. Now, in God's House Calls, it's one of these books where you can just, I've always heard, now I don't know if you heard this years ago, it's an old thing that we talked about where you could just open up the Bible to any verse and read it and it would probably have uh, something of meaning for you. Yeah. Okay, well, your book, God's House Calls, is almost like that. I opened it up last night and I said, I want to look at something here. And when I opened it up, I heard on the news 8,000, 800,000 uh, suicides right now a year in the world. 800,000 suicides. Yeah. And I opened it up to a horse ride to heaven. And that was uh, Megan and uh, why our life matters. Now, this is critical to anybody thinking about suicide or anybody depressed during this time. She was eight years old, vacation in South Carolina, six years on insulin. Uh, body was uh, low on sugar. She saw her body in bed but from across the room. I mean, this is amazing. Her mom came in, gave her orange juice and glucose. She was floating. There was no judgment. And then she returned, bang, instantly. You've seen that happen a number of times. A lot of doctors have told me that I know one lady said uh, uh, immediately uh, fired her doctor. <laughs> she said, why? He said, because you called me an old blankety blank. 
while you were operating on me. It said, breathe, you old bank blank. And, and he said, how'd you know that? You were asleep. And she said, I was asleep, but my spirit heard you. And yeah. even jokes that people tell on their operations sometimes, people get. So That's right. I've this, heard those stories a number of times. So. Right. I've had, uh, most recently, just this past week, I've had my 73rd patient with spiritual near-death experience. And her story was interesting. When she was younger as a woman, she was on a roller coaster. She got on the roller coaster ride, and she turned around to look back to see who was the car behind her. And when she did, the bars came down, you know, to secure you in place. Right. The bar came down on her neck. And then as the ride started, that uh, bar tightened around her neck. And then she kind of blacked out, and her life, her whole life flashed before her eyes. You know, wow. that experience. So in about 50 seconds, 50 slides flashed in front of her eye of every important event in her life. And after that had happened, she could remember every one of those 50 slides that she'd experienced. It had such an imprint. Um, but, uh, you know, the... Family was screaming. Everyone was screaming. Stop the roller coaster! And you know, she came to you know afterwards. But wow, I've had other patients that literally your life flashes before your eyes, and that's the most recent near death experience. I was on the phone uh, with a consultation just before I came on here, and a patient was uh, this. This is a woman in Idaho was sharing this story. I knew she was spiritual, and she said that. When she was nine years old, someone was trying to break her into her house, and her mother put her in a closet. And there was an angel in the closet oh. to calm her and to protect her <laughs> while that was happening. These stories are amazing, and you can pick these people out that have these stories because they're serene, they're upbeat, they have a glow about them, uh, they're positive energy people, uh, and those are the type of people you want to be around. Well, there were two messages that came from Megan. One was, uh, what's the purpose of life? And she said, you must do the best you can with what you have. Isn't that wonderful advice? And then she also came up to where she had a friend who wanted to share a message. She was half in this world, half in the next. And I saw that from my mother when she was dying with cancer. Two days later, her friend died. And she got the message, never be afraid to share a message. If people don't want it, then they can discard it, but don't right. be afraid to share it. So she had another friend who um, uh, this was uh, who told her, tell her I'm well, I'm out of pain, and I'm full of love. I thought that was a beautiful message. The friend had uh, died with cancer. And then uh, her sister uh, she never met. She told her about it. She never met this lady's sister. She told her about it. Now the young woman came to her, visited her with horses, with treats, and uh, the lady uh, committed suicide. The horse broke its neck, had to be put down. The horse came back with joy and vigor, and uh, the young lady was guided by the horse. She appeared as a little girl guided to by the horse to heaven. That was, that shows that animals, horses, dogs, they're in heaven. It wouldn't be much of a heaven without a dog or a cat or your horse or uh, those that you love are animals. God made right. the animals to go to heaven apparently with us. That was a wonderful story. Yeah, and one of my favorite dog stories is a woman was in kind of a prayer group and they were all praying in a circle and then she opened her eyes and Jesus was walking toward her and from behind Jesus came her deceased dog who she had been missing and grieving oh, for. So my last my last dog, lovely story. Spunky, he was a standard poodle. 
and Dr. Roach, he lived to be 20 years old. He was a perfect dog, and I know he's going to be there. I know he is because he was just absolutely perfect. He did everything right. Now, this gives a lot of hope. God's House Calls, this is what you ought to be reading. Turn off the news on television. Read God's House Calls because you will find God and you'll be able, it gives you a new enlightenment. I was really down last night and I picked it up and I read it. And boy, I'm telling you, you can read any of the stories in there and have a new leash on life, leash on life. That would be good for the dogs, but you can have a wonderful looking at life and you realize that there is a better world where we're going. Uh, My mother had cancer. And I went to the hospital. I was in Tulsa. I got there an hour after she'd been taken. And I thought, oh, my goodness, I couldn't have made it any quicker because there was a lot of snow between Tulsa and Louisville. So I got made it back to the hospital. And we walked into the hospital. And over the PA system, my wife's name was being called. Go to the recovery room. <laughs> over the PA yeah. system, Dr. Yeah. Roach, have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Over yeah. the hospital PA system. And I said, Boy, you don't need much more than that. Sometimes God touches you with a feather and sometimes a two-by-four. That was a two-by-four touch. And I had so many experiences during that time that we need to look at it positively, don't we? Yeah. We don't have, you know, any moment, any given moment, we don't have an excuse to be depressed because there's so much beauty in their life. So we just need to change our focus. You know, when you wake up in the morning... One of the first things you want to do is look outside at the, at the birds. You want to listen. You want to hear the birds. You want to feel the air, the fresh air. It's a little warm where you are, but oh, yeah. a little bit but more still. crisp around here. But focus on, <coughs> on those senses. That helps you get your bearings. And then ask God, am I trusting in God? And, and trusting God. And just every second, because every, you know, everything is planned. Everything is going to work out eventually. Everything is for the good. If you're in Kentucky, go out and pick a warm tomato out of the garden. (laughs) Nothing better than that. And when you have one of those, you know that uh, everything's all right. I know my grandmother lived down in Jamestown, and uh, she always had a little garden next to her and pole beans and uh, tomatoes and that type of thing. And the garden to a gardening to a lot of people keep them centered, keep them focused, and help them realize the bounty that God has provided all of us. Yes, absolutely. The key is, you know, we have our spiritual pathway, what we're supposed to be doing, you know, and it's what we love to do that makes the world better, that keeps a roof over our heads. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Don't do anything else. Just follow that spiritual pathway, and if you stay on that pathway and, and trust in God, you're going to be fine regardless of what happens in the world because, you know, this is an opportunity for your, uh, for your spirit to grow while you're here on earth. If you've got cancer, if you've got heart trouble, if you've got anything, if you've got COVID-19, sit down and have a prayer. And you do that with your patients. You say, if I had a lady who had cancer, you said the first thing, give her a hug and then say, let's pray. And I said, but Dr. Roach, what if, uh, what if she doesn't believe? You said, it doesn't matter because prayer will relieve stress. That's something we need to know. Don't pray for what you want, but pray for what God has for you. Uh, Thy will be done. But say a prayer because prayer will relieve stress. You've seen that time after time with patients, haven't you? Yeah, and just yesterday, a patient was back in. She uh, has cancer, and she was told at one point, God told her, you can check out now. 
And she said, well, God will thank you for the opportunity, but I have this grandchild. I want to see them get raised properly, so not at this time. Well, she had two horrendous surgeries right after that. She had uh, severe financial difficulties. Her husband's now on dialysis. And now she realizes why God gave her the opportunity to check out. You know, <laughs> God knows more than we do about these situations. So Absolutely. Absolutely. God knows more, but he'll let, you go. he'll let you go any path that you want to. He's just trying to make it better for us. If you, if you will listen, that's the key. Most people don't listen, do they? Right, you know, prayer, meditation in the evening, you know, that last hour before bedtime, get you calmed down, relaxed, away from all the events that happen during the day. You know, you don't want to take those to bed with you. You want to reset and go uh, to bed with a positive uh, energy, you know, by saying a prayer, just helps you fall off to sleep naturally. We all did that as children. Go back to now, lay me down to sleep. And we all said the little prayers before children, uh, before bedtime and blessed everybody that we knew. We need to go back to that as adults. It isn't just for children. You've got to do that as an adult and be thankful for what you have. Be very, very thankful for what we have. We'll be right back with Dr. Jim Roach. And the book is called God's House Calls. It is a must book. You'll love it. And remember, all of our interviews are 24-7 at ErskineRadio.com, and they're free. We're talking with Dr. Jim Roach, and we're going to get into the COVID-19 update. Lasting effects 60 days afterwards. 60 days afterwards, uh, 12.6%. Now, that's 12.6%. That's not too many are symptom-free. 55% have three or more symptoms. 44% worsen quality of life. 53% fatigue. 43% shortness of breath. 27% joint pain. 22% chest pain. This has lasting effects, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, my very first patient who had this was on a ventilator. He was 85 years old, uh, advanced cancer, uh, very immunosuppressed. And uh, it's taken him three, four months and even now, he still has cognitive issues. It was at least uh, two and a half months before he could walk again after he got off the ventilator. Uh, so, yeah, these are lingering issues, and hopefully they'll eventually resolve. But I'm strongly suspicious that a lot of these issues will continue for the rest of the life. Some, sometimes it's loss of smell, loss of taste. Nausea can be uh, an wow. issue as well. How about vitamin K deficiency? You said that's a main thing. Uh, how do you know if you have vitamin K deficiency? Is there a test you can take for it? Well, uh, vitamin K1 is in chlorophyll. <laughs> so the greener the plant, the more K1 you're getting. So if you oh, get a okay. lot of green plants, you get K1. But really, I want K2 with that. There's some bacteria in the test, and they convert to K2. But I always take extra vitamin K2. At, uh, I like to get 1,000 of K1 with 1,000 of MK4, K2, and... 200 of MK7, K2. That gets complex. But K2 takes calcium out of arteries, puts it in bone. So it actually can decalcify your arteries. Wow, which is a good thing. Now, vitamin C, zinc, and you've got something I've never heard of. Kbasasura uh, kudinera. I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong. What the heck is that? It's from yeah, India. So if you, right. If you lived in India, you would know what that is. <laughs> but it's a combination of botanicals. Uh, some of the familiar ones, ginger, clove, uh, pepper are some of the ingredients in that, but there are about seven or eight other ones. But that's what they have found in India to be helpful, that combination of vitamin C, zinc, uh, and that uh, botanical group. 
Uh, you, there are a lot of different botanicals uh, that are, you know, what, 450 botanicals that are antiviral. Now, can you, can you get this uh, kibasha or whatever, can you get that through your store? Do you have that available? We, we don't have that available, but we have a slew of other things available. You know, in Madagascar, what they use is artemisin plus two other herbs. Uh, it's 62% artemisin and then the two other herbs, and they've had really good success. They, uh, at one point, they'd had 167 cases. 100 of them had resolved, no death. Four other African countries had bought this formula from them. They were seeing so much success. And there's right now in Lexington, a German company is contracted with the University of Kentucky to grow this, to study it against COVID. Now, they wouldn't be making that investment unless they were pretty certain that artemisin worked against COVID. I remember years ago at the University of Kentucky Medical School, they had the doctors diagnosing and they had the pharmacists prescribing. I thought that was a wonderful way to, to do that. Uh, you've got uh, the University of Kentucky Medical School is way ahead on so much that they did. Uh, that's uh, um, what is it, the Albert B. Chandler Memorial Medical School? Right. Good memory. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and you say vitamin C, zinc, definitely good. Hospitalized Italians. After uh, after having COVID, 50% have psychological problems, 15% have PTSD. Many of them are losing their hair. Many of the men are losing their hair. And the last one I want to bring up on this one, heart disease and diabetes increase hospitalization six different by sixfold. So if you've got heart disease and diabetes, you should be careful. You should take precautions, right? Absolutely. I would, you know, I, on my protocols that I recommend for support of the immune system with this situation, I have twice as many on the list for those that have heart issues or diabetes or if they're obese, uh, you're high risk as well. Even just being male, of course, puts you at a little bit higher risk. So uh, be careful. We're all getting obese right now with this COVID-19. It's a guarantee the 19 stands for gaining 19 pounds. We're being shut down. We're all gaining weight. We'll, we'll come back. We'll be right back with Dr. Jim Roach. He is the doctor, medical doctor, and also a holistic practitioner. What a great combination. Uh, and remember, Twitter at uh, Erskine Radio. Talking to Dr. Jim Roach, he said the sun wipes out 90% of the coronavirus on surfaces in 34 minutes. Now, the most infectious time is December to March, so hopefully we can get this thing taken care of by then. If we don't, they're saying we're going to have a vaccine. I've got major questions on that. It's going to be a GMO, genetically modified vaccine. We're not sure what's going to be in it. They've rushed uh, this thing through. They've got four or five different types of vaccines. Whether it's going to be mandatory is uh, questionable. I don't think it will be. But uh, I have some major questions. I know that uh, many of the people, most all the people who've died with the COVID-19 had taken the flu shot. You were telling me you've had a number of patients who've come down with uh, the younger kids who've come down with, uh, what is it, um, uh, problems from taking the vaccine? Uh, so, yeah, right. We've, and I had a child in, well, I say a child, 22 year old autistic yes. individual who came in just uh, two weeks ago. And the usual story, and uh, it's the 13th child that we've seen that developed it after the MMR vaccine. Now, you, everything you read uh, says, you know, there's no association there. Maybe it's only in Midway, Kentucky. But no, 80% no, no. of our patients with 
autism, kids with autism, it develops symptoms usually within the first week develop, but uh, and within a month, uh, that's when they get the regressive autism. Eighty uh, percent of the ones we've seen. So uh, there are concerns, and who are the ones out of? You know, why are those individuals vulnerable? It's their genetics. They're not able to detoxify is a big part of it. They have a PON1 gene mutation where they can't get rid of Roundup. That makes them much more vulnerable. Yeah, and then, then the crazy thing is they've got all these lawsuits against Roundup and it's still on the market. Yeah. And, you know, Europe's a lot smarter than us in that regard, right? They're, being, they're shutting it down sooner than we are here. And in many countries around the world, is, you know, the World Health Organization considers it a probable carcinogen probably causes cancer. Why in the world do we need to be doing uh, this to, they, to our They family? didn't take Johnson's baby powder off until their sales dropped. They didn't take Santex off. Well, anytime you see them advertising, I think that uh, really big pharma, I've got some major problems. Now you're saying COVID-19 pneumonia already on hydroxychloroquine and uh, uh, APAC, uh, ZPAC, uh, Corsa, Corsinex is a nebulized formula of Corsetin, and uh, you're talking about that three times daily, given for 14 days, 30 minutes after each nebulization treatment. Patient experienced immediate breathing relief, immediate breathing relief. And they've got um, a lot of uh, the governors in these states are acting like medical doctors. A lot of the governors are saying we can't write for hydroxychloroquine because uh, uh, it's not proven. It's not good. It's only been around sixty-five years. We can't. You can't write for it. You can't get. Uh, can't go uh, get prescriptions filled. A couple of states have backed uh, backed off on that. I don't like to see things politicized and people who are politicians telling doctors what they can write for and can't. That's wrong on so many levels, Doctor Roach. Yeah. That's right. And, you know, there is beneficial research out of Henry Ford Hospital in Detroit with hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin. And remember, the original research done, or the original doctor that used this, used it with 225 milligrams of zinc. And the way hydroxychloroquine seems to work is by putting zinc into cells. So there are studies that show that it can be beneficial and studies that show that it's not. But, uh, you know, there's a good bit of clinical experience to suggest that there are individuals that benefit from this. The bad so, study was the one in Brazil where they used 2,500 milligrams of hydroxychloroquine. 2,500 milligrams when the normal dose is 200 milligrams. That's insanity. So, so I think that's you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, politicians shouldn't be telling uh, doctors uh, how to prescribe uh, medicine. And, you know, I'm... I could tell you lots of stories that direction, but I think time is better spent elsewhere. New medical studies uh, are false half the time, and 80% are not reproducible. That's so much for your science on that, when 80% aren't reproducible and studies are false yep. half the time, oh, like the right. study that they did with the talking about uh, you've got two things. You've got ibuprofen that forms receptor sites for uh, COVID-19, and you've also got the ACE inhibitors, which form receptor sites for COVID-19. Nobody's talking about that. Right. Uh, and that's, you know, why males are more susceptible, because we have more of those uh, receptors on our system. And that's why we need to be particularly careful about that. But you're right. It, uh, 
that's something to keep in mind. Yeah, you want to get away from, you know, if you have hypertension, you want to get away from having to be on prescription medicine. If you have diabetes, you can reverse that. And within a month or two or three months with intermittent fasting, uh, particular strategies, research has shown that. Now, what you were mentioning, the landmark studies, 80% of landmark studies have not been able to not been able to duplicate those, but just 50%. It's a flip of the coin when any study comes out. And this is not me. This is the editor for 18 years of the New England Journal of Medicine. She said she has no idea when a new study comes out, whether it's true or not. And she wrote a book about it. She was so upset about that. Well, that happened with the study that they did on the, uh, on the uh, talking about uh, the, uh, the ACE inhibitors being fine to use, just absolutely fine. And it found out that the people who did the study, one was a uh, model, another another person wrote science fiction books, and it was published in New England Journal. It was also published in Lancet. And doctors who signed on just signed on to the study. They didn't have anything to do with it. And uh, some of the doctors were fired. But the fact of the matter is Big Pharma has a lot of money invested, a lot of money invested, and they're going to push whatever they can push. And sometimes to our detriment. You want something really simple to do? If you got a child between two and five, get them a dog. Get them a doggy. Twenty-three uh, percent uh, um, less likely to have issues with social behavior. Play with a dog three times a week. Seventy-four percent more likely to have considerate behavior. Dogs are not judgmental. They are loving creatures, most of them. If you bring them up that way, you can even take what they consider bad dogs. You bring them up loving, they become loving dogs. And the fact of the matter is, it makes a big difference with children. They can communicate with dogs better than they can sometimes with people. It's like a live puppet, isn't it? Yeah, dogs, and you know, my I have my granddaughter has a, she's just six months old, but she has a dog, uh, and she <laughs> loves to look at that and admire that dog and connect them. But yes, they're they're so forgiving, you know, they, they're non-judgmental. I bet you your granddaughter hugs the dog, and the dog comes and hugs her. Right. <laughs> well, she's uh, we're being a little careful because he he has powerful jaws. Uh, he's uh, uh, I'm trying to remember the. Uh, type of dog but it, being real careful right at the moment but but he's a, a loving dog and um, here within a few months yeah they'll be hugging all the time but they, they get a lot of eye contact for sure fatty and sugar products will increase your acne by 54 percent quit eating fatty foods and also for cancer cancer loves sugar and also loves processed meats so those are two things to say stay away from uh, two major things. Viruses will activate allergies. So if you've got a viral infection, then you're going to probably have allergies going with it. Another thing you mentioned, ER visits, pneumonia, and sinusitis. You're four times more likely for uh, with children to get opioids when they go into the ER. They're just prescribing way too many opioids, aren't they? Absolutely. Yeah, it, and that's very unfortunate. And, you know, there are no more uh, physician assistants and nurse practitioners now prescribing that. We need less prescribing, not more prescribing with those agents. Uh, you know, it's my personal belief that you should only receive those when you're in a hospital setting and not as in an outpatient setting. And they should not be ever used for chronic pain. No, only never. Only for acute severe pain is the only scenario that you really can justify using that. One of the nice things is when you're talking about becoming a naturopathic physician, 
then you're talking more in terms of nutrition and talking with yourself and talking with Dr. Charles Simone and others. Nutrition is the big breakthrough that's been made on cancer research. Nutrition has so much to do with it. And most doctors don't, I, I hate to put doctors down, but most of them have very little nutritional training. I, and, you know, if a patient is losing weight, they say, eat anything, right? Right. Eat, uh, uh, it doesn't matter how much sugar or how much processed uh, ingredients are in there. Um, go ahead and eat it. And uh, yeah, you need to be getting food in, but uh, you want to get wholesome food. There's a lot of nutrients in it. And those preservatives are really toxins is the other way to describe those. Are, they're designed not to be broken down. You, so you can eat anything, food. but don't eat leftovers. Are you telling me I can't eat leftover meatloaf? Uh, no, you can't. It's always so much better. you're going to have allergies uh, because of eating leftovers. <laughs> you're, uh, so your nose may start to get stopped up or post-nasal drainage. Uh, so, no, go ahead. <laughs> uh, because they have histamines. The longer they sit around, the higher the histamine content. Right. So after 24 hours, toss them. Does it matter? Even if you heat it up, it's still got the toxins? Uh, so, yeah, the longer it sits around, the, the worse it's going to be. You know, I recommend for all of my patients now that they be on something that's anti-allergy to help because allergy promotes inflammation. Inflammation increases risk of everything from depression to Alzheimer's to cancer and so forth. So Boswellia, you know, frankincense is a good natural antihistamine support. It's a leukotriene antagonist like a, one of the prescription drugs, quercetin. Is another uh, excellent one. That's and of course, of course, uh, turmeric is excellent for inflammation. Absolutely, yeah. So take advantage. God gave us all these wonderful botanicals, herbs, but they only help us if we swallow them uh, <laughs> or if we sniff them. You know, looking at them won't help at all. And the other thing is uh, that. They're there for us. They've been given to us. God gave it to us. And you've got the most beautiful picture of feeding the seagulls at the beach this summer. <laughs> right. Uh, I have to apologize because I was actually had French fries for some of those things <laughs> that was going in the air. Maybe that was why I was feeding them. I didn't want to eat uh, all of those. But, yeah, I, you want to get lots of sun. I tell my patients... Get a dark tan. You know, we're not dermatologists here in Midway. We want all our patients to get a dark tan. No sunburn, but that's going to add years to your life if you do that. People in Australia live two years longer than people in England and three years longer than people in Scotland, even though they get more skin cancer in Australia. That vitamin D from the sun so vital for our health, for our quality of life as well. Now, outdoor light before you go to bed. You go to bed 29 minutes later, go to sleep 29 minutes later. Your mood, anxiety, bipolarism's up 19%. So make sure that you don't leave the TV on and don't use outside light. You're better off to sleep in as dark a room as possible, aren't you? Absolutely. And, you know, don't have your cell phone in the room. No, right? no, 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 no. Out of the room, even, uh, you know, your electronic clock or anything like that. Ideally, you want to keep that certainly away from your bed. You want your head to be at least four feet from the walls because the wires going through the walls generate electromagnetic fields that increases blood-brain barrier permeability, but also intestinal permeability, so toxins can get into your body and then into your brain. So put your head in the middle of the room and maybe put your feet uh, close to the walls if you have to. Now, sitting is the new smoking because sitting, you say sedimentary time, 
associated with 45 to 52 percent greater cancer mortality. 45 to 52 percent more. So if you're sitting around, oh, I just want to relax today. That's all I feel like. Well, you're increasing your chance of getting cancer by 45 to 52 percent. In other words, you've got to be up and moving. You really have to. Just sitting around is one of the worst things you can do. You know, we've got to circulate for us to be able to detoxify. And if you're sitting uh, around having a worse, cigarette, that's worse. even worse. I mean, that's the worst you could do, right? Yeah, right. Uh, 5,000 chemicals in cigarettes. So, you know, if you're anxious to graduate in a hurry, and you may not graduate in the right direction, because <laughs> St. Peter may say, what do you mean you're smoking cigarettes? You know, I read somewhere you're supposed to treat your body like a temple, right? And uh well, it's, you don't want to be the Temple of Doom in Indiana Jones. No, you want <laughs> you want to treat it like a temple. Of course, I kind of always liked. Remember years ago, Pogo the Pogo Possum. Yes, uh, he had a saying. He said, "I'd be afraid to death." He said, "Of course, I could live without it." And a lot of people take that <laughs> and think yeah. about it. We know that none of us are going to get out of here alive. And you've had good visions through your patients of where we're liable to go. This has given you a lot of peace, hasn't it? And it also oh. has given you a lot of peace for your patients when you could talk with them. Some people want to hear about it. Other people don't. But uh, if you don't want to hear about it, then don't listen to it. But the, But I've seen it. You've seen it. We know that there is another world. This isn't the end of it. This isn't it. And we, we know that. We're not, you know, we're 100.0. And that's oh, yes. a terrific place to be. It's a paradigm shift when you can do that. Uh, and it's a natural evolution to get to that point. Females, it's tied with estrogen. The higher your estrogen level, the more intuitive, the more spiritually connected. So, guys, it's a lot harder for us to make that connection. <laughs> but we can do it, and we need to do it. And then you can relax and be at peace 24-7. Just follow that spiritual pathway. Do what you're here to do and just relax and trust in God. Be at peace and trust negative. in God. We'll they be right back with Dr. Jim Roach. And remember, all these interviews are recorded at uh, ErskineRadio.com 24-7. Go up there and listen to it. Send it to your friends. Tell them to listen because there's a lot of good information on this, not only on health, but also on spirituality. They both go hand in hand. Uh, during the break, we were talking about when to take vitamins. You say take that with meals, take your uh, minerals uh, generally at night uh, after a meal or a couple hours after you've eaten. Is that what you'd say? Yeah, so magnesium you would want to take, say, an hour before bedtime is a right. time to take magnesium. Um, zinc you generally want is an exception. You want to take that with meals because you might get nausea. Right. Uh, but other minerals you generally want to take empty stomach. But vitamins, uh, you, vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin A and K, those are all fat soluble. So if you can take those with a, a meal that has some olive oil in it uh, or other healthy oils, then that improves the absorption. Uh, but botanicals, I like to give on an empty stomach. I think they work more effectively that way. You got me on the magnesium and also selenium. Selenium's one that people forget about. Yes, it's an important one. It supports glutathione. Glutathione's the master kind of detoxifier that attaches to heavy metals, chemicals, and estrogen. So, yeah, whenever you want estrogen, then skip your selenium. Whenever you want testosterone, go ahead and take it. All-cause mortality at colon rectal cancer diagnosis was 47% lower in those with sufficient vitamin D. Now, vitamin D is relatively cheap and a high magnesium intake compared with patients who were vitamin D deficient. So magnesium 
and you've been a real strong proponent of magnesium. Most people are low on magnesium, especially in areas where they're not out in the sun. They're low on vitamin D. And those are two things that you really should be taking, aren't they? Right. You know, if you if you live at the equator and you wear your bikini or your Speedos, don't worry about you're it. outside all day, then you're fine. <laughs> right. But otherwise, you don't have enough vitamin D. You know, they did research, University of Wisconsin <laughs> and Hawaii, uh, uh, and you, you could spend two to three hours in the sun in Hawaii and not get sufficient vitamin D. And it's huge. You know, it can add two years to your life expectancy. One study shows 70% reduction in cancer with the first year uh, after starting on vitamin D support. And it boosts testosterone. You know, guys, you, days you don't want testosterone, skip your vitamin D. But uh, I've found for <laughs> days you don't yeah. want it, right. Whenever you prefer estrogen, skip the vitamin D. And we all have too much estrogen. 80% of us have too much estrogen, and that's tied in with anxiety and overstimulation. You know, testosterone gives you courage, confidence, motivation, anabolic to every orient tissue, not just your biceps, but to your <laughs> testicles, too. Right. Um, and your heart and your brain. So you're talking about some of my favorite organs all thrown in there, and that's that's what really <laughs> helps. Now, when, uh, one of the things that I was wondering about, and I wanted to get to this before because we're very short on time, uh, the flu vaccine. Uh, I have major questions on it. What about you? Yeah, I haven't had a flu vaccine 15, 20 years. Now, uh, is there <laughs> other ways to protect it or better? Uh, in, in my clinical experience, elderberry is uh, more effective uh, and then be careful about high arginine foods, what I call C-SPAN, citrus, coffee, uh, chocolate, uh, potatoes, apples, nuts. Isn't, isn't apples in there, too, or rather uh, yeah, tomatoes? Yeah, eat them tomatoes? every day, that increases your risk. So just eat them, say, three times a week. Don't do those daily because they suppress antiviral lysine. So lysine's good. You know, vitamin D is good for protection. Zinc protects against food. But elderberry and bee propolis. Um, those are some of the things that are especially good. I'm looking at who's promoting the vaccines and what might be in it, and I'm going, I don't really think I'm too crazy about taking it. And last time I talked to you, you said, uh, well, I don't think I'm going to take it. You know, So if you're not going to, I'm going to follow what you say because you've been so accurate on everything. Uh, when you're looking at this, there's so much false information. We've got to got to get to the right information. You're putting it out in your newsletter. How does somebody, can they write to you and get a, a copy of your newsletter every month? Yes, uh, you can uh, email info, I-N-F-O, at uh, uh, themidwaycenter.com. Uh, that would give, uh, give us the information. Or um, also MCIM supplements at uh, gmail.com, MCIM for Midway Center Integrated Medicine. Supplements at Gmail. That would also get you on the. When you're talking about medicine, you've got a really brief thing. Novartis will pay $729 million to settle a lawsuit brought by Washington for its payback kickbacks to doctors. This is the problem with medicine. Uh, the drug companies uh, that have really been destroying medicine in many respects, they've been a godsend, but by the same token, They've been the bane of medicine. So uh, to find somebody who is a naturopathic physician and a medical physician is a major plus. Thank God that you did discover that. And you're more concerned with your patients than making money for drug companies or following what other people say you've learned. Thank you, Dr. Roach, for all you're doing. Your integrative medicine, to my way of thinking, is the approach I know to your patients. Thank you and God bless you.
Thank you so much. Appreciate the opportunity to share. God bless you for the work that you're doing and the work you have done. Nobody's better. We'll be back on Erskine Radio. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for listening to this Erskine podcast at Erskine Radio. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.